Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. It's Rodney. Uh, happy late Canada Day and early Independence Day. Uh, because without the un- Americans, we would have about 4,000 listeners. Right, Will? Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so hey everybody, uh, welcome to this week. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, Pokemon Masters, uh, a piss-off with uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. And then uh, something about Trump um, attacking uh, China with their cheapness. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about all that. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Have you been uh, having a good time playing some games there, Will? Oh, I have. Uh, but where's the time going? It feels like this year's just flying by. I felt like that since every day since high school. Just like, <laughs> holy shit. Now, like you're 30 and I'm fucking 20. What the fuck am I? 27. So, yeah. I, I My, feel like when you're in high school, you just want the time to go faster so you can get out of school. When you're in, like, working now, you just don't realize that your year's going by. And then you're like, oh, it's Christmas time. Dude, I would, well, I would 100%, I <laughs> I would 100% go back to school and just be in high school because it was fucking super chill. Like, don't have to pay rent. Just you get fed like it's just super fucking cash. Anyways, yeah, like, uh, could you imagine? Yeah, <laughs> now, yeah. Now, we're, now we're broke uh, and all that. So, anyways, uh, let's talk about some games right now. It's right now. All right, so uh, let's talk about some games we've been playing lately. So, Will, why don't we uh, start with you? So, uh. On the PlayStation Store for June, uh, Borderlands Handsome Collection has been free, so I decided to pick that up with Mock. Mock. But he's already bored of it because he hates games that you have to walk around in. <laughs> if there's like no fast travel point, he's like, "Yeah, fuck this." How the fuck? So, is, how the fuck is he still interested in ESO then? I well, in ESO you can fast travel no matter where you are. You just have to pay money for it. Oh, okay. So, you know, when you have a lot of money, he just doesn't matter. But on this game, you're constantly driving around to get to a fast travel or you have to run sometimes because the levels don't have uh, vehicles. So he was getting really upset when we were playing. I don't know uh, how he feels because he wanted me to uh, lend him some other games to bide his time. But I kept playing. Uh, I beat the game on normal. Uh, I moved on to true Vault Hunter mode, which I it started out a little challenging, and then it it just became as easy as normal once I got the better gear. And then I got cocky, and I tried Ultimate Vault Hunter mode, which went horribly wrong right from the get-go. Yeah, as you said. Yeah, yeah like I, I was dying left and right, and they were taking my money like it was nothing. Because every time you die... Instead of like starting over, you just respawn at a at a checkpoint nearby, and it's called a new use station. But they take like a ten percent of your like total cash. <laughs> and how much money do you currently have? Well, I had like three million when I started Ultimate Vault Hunter, and I ended up down at like three hundred thousand. That's fucked. 
Yeah, I'm back up at like 2.5 now, uh, and I've, now that I've farmed some guns and gear that I can handle, the game's become just another, you know, playthrough. It's nothing right now. As long as I keep up, like, if I have like a level 55 gun, I can use it till about like 58, 59, but then I gotta farm like that same gun again in like a higher difficult or like the better level. Right, okay. Well, I still have not played uh, any of the Borderlands, and I would like to do that soon. So you and me can do that on the. Yeah, I definitely don't want to uh, play through two again because I'm gonna keep my playthrough on two on the PS4. But I'll play uh, the prequel with you on the um, Xbox and. Nice. We'll do the same thing. Beat the game on normal. Beat the game on true Vault Hunter and then move on to Ultimate Vault Hunter. So I can just hear you bitch. Whoa, whoa! I don't want to ruin my weekend. (laughs) Trust me, it's gonna take a lot longer than a weekend to get there. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, I've been playing some shit too. I've been playing. Uh, I tried out uh, City Skylines, which is on the Xbox Store for or on Game Pass right now. Um, it's like Sim City but on steroids. Um, I mean, I re- I really enjoyed it. I enjoy those type of games, but I am kind of bored of it now because I hit a, I've hit a rut where like I so the way it works, Sim City was. Um, you started in a specific year. Well, the one I played, SimCity 2000, which came out, like, you know, when I was yeah. fucking two. Um, yeah, it, it basically... Where'd the music go? There it goes. Um, yeah, basically, you started in a year, so you'd say you started in 1974, and then you had to, you know, build the city from scratch with limited funds, and then people moved in, and then you started generating income from all these people. And technology became available to you as as the years progressed, but in this one, you have to do the same thing: start a city from scratch, but don't go too big, so you, people can move there and you can generate some income. Um, but it goes by the population, so it, it has all the things there, but you can't use any of them until you hit a specific population. So I was really fucking stoked when I hit twenty thousand uh, people in my city because then I could put a bunch of solar panels out and stuff solar (laughs) solar power plants or whatever so yeah i uh i'm all about green energy so uh i used a lot of wind uh generators and uh then when i didn't have enough power and i had to put a coal generator i was quite upset fucking coal couldn't join us on the podcast today um but uh yeah so it's a lot of fun but i yeah i've hit a rut because i've been stuck at like twenty three thousand people for like a long time like for like uh, like a whole full day so i i don't know what i'm doing wrong um, and what do you need to uh how many more do you need to like kind of improve like um, 25 I, I need 30 Oof. uh so yeah i have not been hitting that and but 30 does every time you hit these uh these new like milestones it gives you a boost of cash and it uh, unlocks a bunch of shit so I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I think my city's fine. Um, actually, you know what I don't have is enough workers. So there, you can set some policies. Like I sent one that says schools out, so it prioritizes people working rather than going to school in terms of like university. Because um, I had, I think it was thirteen thousand, yeah, thirteen thousand people employed, but I had sixteen thousand jobs. So um, if people don't get like any workers to their business then they'll just abandon the building which harsh <laughs> yeah which uh by the way no one wants to work on a fucking farm apparently because my um uh, farming industrial area that i made like it's got so many buildings and like every single one is like i need workers and no one fucking wants to work there no one wants to scoop cow shit no one wants to fucking like harvest shit or nothing or yeah it's it's pretty sad no one wants to milk a cow's teat. Nothing. <laughs> Working on a farm's not that bad, boys and girls. Just saying. All right, any, yeah. uh, you, you playing any, <laughs> anything else, Will? Uh, I did play uh, last week some CFEs. So I got my level up a bit, so I'm close to Pirate Legend, but I haven't picked it up in a little while. Just need time to concentrate. Next time I play, I kind of want to hit all uh, three le- uh, levels 50 because they're at 49 right now. Nice. Yeah, I would like to get there as well. Uh, I've been playing NHL 19, which is... uh, I don't play sports games too often, but uh, I play hockey in real life, so um, NHL 19 is appealing to me. So, yeah, I was playing that, 
and I was playing via pro mode, and I think the bottom line of via pro mode is uh, I'm playing as the Vancouver Canucks because I'm from Vancouver. And if the Vancouver Canucks draft me, they'll start winning. So I think that's the bottom line. Um, I'm like leading the league in points, so I don't know what the fuck they're waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I'm, I got some sick dangles, some sick snipes. Oh yeah, it's a good time. I've always been, well, I enjoy them, but when it gets really competitive, especially when you're playing with friends, I find a lot, NHL is not bad, but like Madden, uh, like the sports titles I find have just gotten a lot more complicated. They have, um, but they should have been that complicated to begin with because the games it's themselves are complex. Um, like True, I, but do you remember, what was it, uh, NHL 96, I think it was, on the NES? 94. Or S, uh, S, SNES? Yeah, it was 94, NHL 94. 94, 94. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a great game. Yep. Um, so I've um, been talking to Mock about this game because he plays this game. He... he He's like, oh, I'm going to play you in NHL. I'm going to fucking destroy you. And I'm like, all right. And then as I'm talking to him, I'm discovering that he actually doesn't know how to play the game. Like he, like the game of hockey. Like, <laughs> um, like he, you know, he knows the basics, like the offsides and the icings and shit like that. But, like, he doesn't know where to play, like, in his position. Like, if he's playing defense, he doesn't know where he needs to be. Yeah, I could see that. When he plays with his friends, though, they're very competitive and they're usually drunk. Yeah, so I think I could beat Mark because I'm. He told me flat out that he sucks ass at faceoffs, which I do not. And he told me like, oh, whenever I do this, I get a penalty or whatever. So he, I don't think he really knows what he's doing. Uh, you got to buy yourself a PlayStation. Well, he's like, oh, I'll play you on Xbox just to give you a handicap. I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh wow, he's getting cocky. Yeah. So I hope I beat him. Um, and then, uh, last thing I've been playing is, uh, my simulator, my flight simulator, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator X Steam Edition, uh, with my cool-ass flight sim. Hey, you know what, actually, maybe I'll put a picture of that on our Facebook page. You, I thought you already did. No, I, <laughs> I put it on my personal Facebook. Ah. So, uh, So you must be super excited about the new one. Oh, I'm super stoked. I'm really stoked because uh, this Microsoft Flight Simulator X came out in 2006, so as you can imagine, it's not the best fucking design game um, in terms of stability. Uh, it's 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 questionable. Sometimes I'll load a flight and then the whole game will crash. It's like, oh great, like just what I want. Um, but the biggest issue I'm having right now is uh, yesterday I spent like three hours fucking around with my simulator just to get everything to work, like all the... I'm gonna. Um, if you can go to our, our Facebook page, Video Games Now, I'm posting a uh, photo of what my simulator looks like. So, a bunch of screens. I have my iPad that has Four Flight on it, and I have um, uh, instrument panel, switch panel, autopilot, radio panel, and um, the throttle yoke and rudder pedals and all that shit. But um, yeah, th like I was having issues with the the yoke, for example, yesterday because. Um, you have to make it really clear what program is controlling what. So I have a program called Spad Next uh, that that basically takes the physical movement of all these um, sim devices and then translate it translate it into like code that makes it shit happen in the game. Um, I don't use the standard drivers because they're shit. They're so fucking bad. Holy fuck! Isn't that what you normally crashed it before? Well, they didn't even crash it. It just, like, none of the shit would work. Yeah. Like, it was so fucking frustrating. Anyway, so I got rid of those, and I'm using Spad next. But uh, in terms of, like, your control surfaces, um, I always had the game take control of that because uh, um, my fucking Spad next couldn't fucking use the rudder properly to save its life. Like, I would do right rudder, and my plane would start turning, le turning left. I'm like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Anyways, I got it all working yesterday, long story short, and I flew some 737s from Italy to Rome, and yeah, it was a good time. Flew from Kelowna to Vancouver, flew to, flew somewhere else. Yeah, it's good. I like the short-haul flights. The 30-minute flights are nice. Yeah. So. Did uh, Microsoft give a release for the their new flight sim? Uh, it just says 2020, so I got another year until I can splooge on that. 
Yeah, the last one. Oh, apparently there was another one yeah, five years ago, Rodney. I'm looking well, at it right now. X Microsoft Flight Simulator X Steam Edition. Oh, yeah, that's what I have. Oh, okay, that but was 2014. It was just, 2006. It was just ported over to Steam. It wasn't, like, updated in any way. Like, when you open the menu, it's very much like a fucking 2005 computer. Like, it's fucking retro. Yeah, even when you're flying, it's all pixelated. Yeah, but I mean, mind you, the first flight simu simulator that ever came out was like the most pixelated fucking thing you've ever seen. So that is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's the thing, though, is um, the new one that's coming out. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's first one since 2006. But there's another competitor name called X-Plane that uses a simulation. Uh, that's actually much more up-to-date and a little bit more fine, refined and shit. Like, okay, here's an example. So, Microsoft Flight Simulator X does not have a command to turn on the carburetor heat. And it's like, when you're flying in the winter, like, carburetor heat is fucking essential. Or not even in the winter, just like, if you're flying anywhere near, like, below the freezing line or, like, roughly, roughly at the freezing line... Yeah. Then um, ice can start to form in your carburetor, and then it'll starve your engine of fuel. Um, so basically, you turn on this carburetor heat, and it melts all the ice in the carburetor. And it doesn't have a fucking uh, simulation event that I can, like, a button that I can push, or, like, a key bind or anything like that to turn on the carburetor heat. I'm like, really? That's basic Ooh. fucking flying shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> fucking basic, and you don't have carburetor heat in the fucking game? Jesus Christ. So, and that, that pisses me off. So, anyways, X-Plane has that. Uh, has carburetor heat in it. So, I think they um, actually flew a plane before. I don't know. Because there's a couple switches in the 737 cockpit in the uh, um, in Flight Simulator X that don't do anything. And it's like, well, it says this, so I expect it to do that. But the switch doesn't fucking move. So, I don't know. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it's not really well programmed. Yeah, um, like fuck, they have an APU switch in there that works. It's like, but you you can't have like this one switch. I can't remember what it was, but it was like it wasn't it wasn't basic. But it's like it's a nice attention to detail thing that if they put it in there, it'd be like, oh, that's cool, you know. So yeah, uh, especially like aviation enth enthusiasts who obviously can't fucking fly seven thirty sevens. They fly it because they can't fly the real fucking thing. So make it as authentic as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just watching the reveal trailer again from E3, and uh, it says it's going to be available on Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, so you won't even have to purchase it. I'm fucking super stoked. Game Pass Ultimate, I, I upgraded right away, because that's fucking the best thing ever. So, but I there's nothing on the store right now, really, for uh, PC, PC games. Yeah, it's pretty dry. Well, they said they're going to start adding to it soon right so i remember when the game pass originally launched on the xbox do you remember it was only like 20 games that's true yeah i'm sure they'll and now when you look at it like it's got some great content yeah it's it's really good um so oh god i want that game to come out like now that flight simulator <laughs> x but that you know what here's what's gonna fucking happen it's gonna be some bullshit uh, flight Simulator, or the new Flight Sim is going to come out. I'm going to download it, and then I'm going to have to redo all my fucking simulator bullshit. Because, um, like, Spadnex won't work with it right away. So I'll have to wait until Spadnex releases a fucking patch. Oh, yeah. it's going to be so it, stupid. Who knows? This game might be developed uh, good enough that the drivers might be authentic. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's true. But again, like th this game looks great. Like I, they're putting time and money into it. Like, so who knows? Yeah. I didn't think we'd talk about Flight Simulator for this long, but we did. Well, I I like Flight Simulator, and I had fun flying. I just can't land your plane. I can't land your any of your planes. <laughs> oh, dude, just wait. Wait till you fly anything with a fucking uh, turbine engine. Like, like fuck. So you take off. So, okay, for any, anybody who doesn't fly planes, so there's uh, piston aircraft, and then they're, uh, basically similar to a car engine, except it doesn't have gears. It just has one one single, like, mode, I guess. Um, and then there's uh, turboprop, so that means you can fly above 10,000 feet because the, the air is too thin up there uh, for regular piston aircraft, so then you fly with, with uh, turbo. 
Um, and then there's turbine engines. So turbine engines are a fucking entirely different beast on its own because basically planes take off with way more fucking thrust than they could ever dream of. Um, so you apply full full power, get off uh, off the ground, and then you basically re retract the power back like 50% right away. Or else you'll just overspeed and break up and die. <laughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> and then landing. Um, the plane's so big that like you have to come in super hot. Like I calculated it yesterday. I'm landing. I'm crossing the threshold at 130 knots, which is 100 and... Or sorry, it's... Shit, I actually forget. Let me just do the calculation right now. It's like 300 kilometers an hour, which is like 220 or 250 miles or something. So yeah, it's a lot. It's really fucking fast. So, yeah. And then if you fuck that up, you crash and you kill a bunch of people. Eh, you know? I'll stick to the simulator. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but when you stick that landing in a 737 or whatever, you're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Nice. Oh, it feels good. It's anyway. a little off topic, but I was watching a video on YouTube uh, while I was at uh, the studio this week. And it, it, a guy, I don't know, it's not a bigger plane, it, but it has like the windows that can open. Yep. You know, in the front. Yep. And the dumbass is trying to take, uh, he's got a selfie stick. So he rolls down his window while he's in the air and puts the selfie stick with his phone out the window. That's really dumb. Yeah, well, it, like the selfie stick, the phone, everything, the, I don't know if it was, a, not the turbulence, but the, just the air pressure, fucking just yanked it out of his hand. Probably just the fucking wind force. Yeah, so. Because if you're, if you're flying, even at your slowest possible speed, you're flying at 70 knots. <laughs> so now I picture wherever he's flying, if he's above a city or something like that, Fuck, all of a sudden there's going to be a selfie stick and a cell phone coming down at like 400 miles per hour. Yeah, that's, uh, and you get, you get like super fucking fine for shit like that, for any, for dropping yeah. anything out of a plane while you're flying. Like super mm -hmm. fine. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, they're pretty strict with aviation. It's all about safety, right? So. Yeah. All right, let's move on to some shit that actually matters. <clears throat> um, because I'm sure no one gives a flying fuck about flight simulator well there might be some people yeah uh okay so <laughs> you totally glanced over my fucking great pun and you didn't fucking acknowledge it god oh. damn it <laughs> <laughs> um all right so let's talk about luigi's mansion 3 here so i've i played the original and and dark moon i actually 100 percent in dark moon what about you I don't remember actually. I played the first game. I uh, beat that, but I can't. I'm having trouble remembering the second game. Uh, well, the second game was okay. The first game took place in one mansion, and yeah. Lu Luigi won it in some sort of contest of fucking whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, he went there, and he had to, and he cleared every room and every floor. <clears throat> so that was cool. Second one introduced five different mansions that uh, were all mission-based things, whereas the first game was more of a continue to venture through the, man the mansion and discover all these ghosts, all kind of like a, a linear um, type Half of thing. Way. Yeah, but the, the second one was very much more um, episodic slash level base. Um, so you would go into the mansion and it would say, like, find derpy derpy der. And you go in there and find Derpy Derpy Der and, and, and suck him up, and then your mission would be over, and you'd go back to EGAD's little fucking laboratory. So, oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, but in this third game, they're saying that they're going back to the traditional one building thing, but it's going to be a hotel, a haunted hotel, rather than a, a mansion. That'll be interesting. That's going to be huge. Yeah, it's going to be really good. The gameplay trailer that I saw showed... Um, a movie studio, and I'm always super critiquey of movie studios, having worked in the, uh, having worked working in the film business, and <laughs> it's like super ghetto. It's like ghost. He's using film reels. It's like no, um, yeah, he's using film reels. He's using the little like um, megaphone thing, like you know the the traditional megaphone thing. Like it basically, it's a cone with a ho with a handle on it, and they're like yelling, cut right. Oh, that's, like, we haven't used that in, since, like, the 40s. Yeah, it's fucking retro. So, yeah, it, it just hurts hurts me to watch that. Um, but anyways, Luigi ends up being in a Godzilla movie. 
um, where there's a ghost in a Godzilla costume and he's like on this little miniature set and he's fighting he's fighting this uh, uh, Godzilla thing while he's being filmed. So I thought that was fun. That was a little cute, but that sounds interesting. Anyways, so I'm sure that's just one area of this hotel. Um, so Luigi's Mansion is. I'm reading uh, Geek.com. Luigi's Mansion is so weird. Are are there any other Nintendo games that are such specific riffs on massive pulp culture property? You could argue much of Metroid was inspired by Alien. They both share Ridley, uh, but Samus Aran has become her own sci-fi her, uh, heroine. Luigi's Mansion, with its mischievous, gooey ghosts and sci-fi contraptions for sucking them up, is just like Ghostbusters. Well, yeah. If you put it that way, fucking geek.com. Uh, seemingly skewed the controversial mission structure of Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon on 3DS. Luigi's Mansion 3, uh, the developers at Next Level Games returned to the single large building structure of the original game, in this case, a haunted hotel. However, with its different distinct floors, the hotel still consists of self-contained levels to tackle, and because I, don't, uh, I only played the latter section of the single floor, I don't know how the floors are interconnected. So, that, obviously, there, there's a bunch of people that played it at, um... E3, so yeah, super cool. This comes out later this year, doesn't it? Uh, yes. It might actually say yeah. at the bottom. Uh, oh, Nintendo promises it should be out sometime later in 2019. Well, fucking better for fuck's sakes. Luigi They'll probably have another big. Uh, um, oh no, uh, Nintendo Direct. My my mind went blank there for a second. I was worried. <laughs> Nintendo likes their directs, that's for sure. So. Yeah, they don't really do. Oh, well, like they didn't. They didn't really do E3. Well, I mean, they they did. They fucking won E3, really. Mm. I've seen videos everywhere. It's like of how Nintendo won E3. Um, I think they did last year. I think this year it's either Square Enix or uh, Microsoft, for sure. Yeah, Microsoft did really good. I was pretty happy with them. Um... And we'll talk about E3 more, like, in depth more and more uh, as podcasts go on because uh, we just kind of breeze through everything announced. We didn't really talk about it in depth, so if you guys yeah. uh, want to hear we'll about it. We'll also go back and forth to the games that were announced there when we get closer to their release dates or more information. Oh, yeah, it's going to be super cute. Um, so the one thing um, I want to see in Luigi's Mansion 3, and I think they actually said it was going to be in it already, was uh, the online um, skyscraper, or scarescraper, rather. Yeah, the Scarescraper's coming back. Oh, it's so fucking fun, Will. You and me have to play it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but there's got to have time. Yeah, but the only thing... Uh, I wish it had some sort of voice um, chatting. Because before, there was no voice chatting whatsoever. So you had to co you had to communicate with like the four fucking things Luigi said with the D-pad. Yeah, the Switch still hasn't really... Well, actually, they do now. They do have a Microsoft or a, a, head, a headset for the Switch. You can get the Astro A10 available for the Switch. So I guess they're they they could implement actual voice chat. Um, I I know Nintendo doesn't want to do that the voice chatting because they're they're afraid of online bullying. Um, which I gotta say to the kids, just learn how to fucking smash talk them back. Um basically the bottom line <laughs> um i love uh actually like when uh when you're playing on whatever fucking game usually it's a shoot shooter or something and then some like 12 year old comes on and starts smashing you and yeah. like and then you say something that his little fucking 12 year old mind can't comprehend and then he just like shuts down and cries you're like <laughs> yeah shut the fuck up kid <laughs> I, I feel like nintendo maybe it, it shouldn't it it should only be available for friends, though. They need some sort of party chat. Yeah, um, I mean, mind you, you could probably just use Discord, but uh, then I guess how do you do that with Randy's? If you make a party with Randy's? Yeah. Did Nintendo implement Discord? No, I'm just do it your own self. Like on your phone or whatever. Oh, yeah, but like you don't want to freaking rock two uh, devices. Why not? I'm rocking a bunch right now. Yeah, but, like, I think Nintendo needs its own party chat type uh, feature. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're definitely behind in that aspect of the gaming. And you should be able to see, like, when your friends are online. Yeah, it tells you... Well, the Switch tells you when you have a friend that's been added. No, it tells you It tells you who's online as soon as you log in. It tells you you have two friends online. Oh, yeah, it does. 
but it doesn't tell you in game. I'm I don't know. Maybe. No. I can't remember. Um. Anyways, so that's Luigi's Mansion number three. Number three. Luigi's Mansion. All right. What? So, oh yeah, actually, one more thing. Um. So there's. Excuse me. Uh, my throat's a little uh, little plugged because uh, I got really drunk last night. <clears throat> Off hay yells. I'm embarrassed. Oh yeah. I'm embarrassed. Um. Well, we went to the baseball game uh, in in Vancouver, Vancouver Canadians. Which uh, I was joking last night because it's the uh, it's it's called minor league baseball, I guess. So it's still MLB, and I'm sure all those guys go around. They're like, "Yeah, I play in the MLB." Everyone's like, "Oh, that's super impressive." Like, yeah, it is. Um, anyways, so uh, Hey Y'all, which is a hard iced tea company or whatever, was um, sponsoring the uh, the game. So they gave. They're, they're basically just pushing that hard. They're like, hey, y'alls, hey, y'alls. And then Brittany and I are like, sure, we'll get a hey, y'all. And we did. And we're like, this is really good. And then we looked at the price, and it's eight twenty-five for, like, a fucking 200 milliliters of fucking hard iced tea. We're like, that's a fucking ripoff. I was like, you can probably buy a six-pack of this for eight twenty-five. You can. And you, I, But we, it's the same thing at all, like, uh, sports uh, games. I know. Um, not being much of a drinker, uh, I'm always surprised. Yeah. That, did you get one of those hail caps or the? Yes. Yes, I did. I got the <laughs> hail cap, and then I got a, a, Canadi a Vancouver Canadians ice cream hat cup thing. Good time. It's like a little. <laughs> it's like a little bowl for ice cream, but it's a it's a baseball batting uh, helmet. It's fun. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did not need them, but Brittany's like, I want to keep them. I'm like, okay. Brittany's a fucking pack rat, so. Um, like she still has her like behind me. I wish I was. Uh, I'm not streaming right now, but um, behind me is a fucking bin full of Beanie Babies. Like well, they might be worth something. No, we went through them all. They're worth fucking zip. Just fuck all. Which she is, didn't get any of the like limited edition ones. She no, just bought all like she, the. No, but there's like two thousand in this bin. Like this bin is fucking massive, and they're all worth like two dollars. You know what that's for, right? No. Next time we do a barbecue. Fucking kindling, <laughs> kindling starters. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Um, we'll take it camping. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, to, to wrap up my hey y'all story. So we came home, or went to the liquor store just before close, and we got... I was just going to get one six-pack for me, and she was going to get one six-pack for herself, but she walks over with 12. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's going to be a good night. So, yeah, then we came home, we played this game called Guestimation. Where it asks you questions that no one would conceivably fucking know. Like, uh, what was... Fuck, I don't even remember them because I just got so drunk. Um, it asked... Um, oh yeah, so Google got its name from the word Google. It's like G-O-O-G-O-L. And it said, what is a Google? Uh, a Google is a number. And it asks... Uh, after one, how many zeros are attached to the one? And what makes a Google? Just take a fucking guess, Will. So, like, for example, million has six, billion has nine, a Google has, um, how Trillion? many zeros? No, not that many. <laughs> That's too much. That's, like, inconceivable. There's nothing in this world that fucking, um, it, yeah. It's a hundred. It's a hundred zeros. So it's one and then followed by a hundred zeros. That's a Google. Yeah, that's, isn't that, like, more than a trillion? <laughs> no, that's a hundred. Oh, oh yeah, that's more than a trillion, yeah. <laughs> um, but you said a trillion zeros. No, oh, I thought you asked, like, how what was the worth of it? And I was like, oh, a trillion. Oh, okay, no, it's way more than a trillion. So, yeah, it was asking fucking dumb questions like that, so I asked Brittany these questions and then would give her, like, a range of leniency for g her getting it wrong. And then if she got it in the leniency, then I'd drink, and if she got it wrong, she'd have to drink, and yeah, we, we fucking crushed those hails, and we were right fucked. Next time, instead of the hails, you gotta like switch to like hard liquor, do shots. Yep. And Every time you're wrong. Man, I hate the word y'all too. <laughs> it just makes you sound like an illiterate tard. Y'all. Hey y'all. Hey, what is all happening, y'all? Fucking hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> so, there's there. a character on um, Borderlands uh, who always says that. Yeah. I just hate it. It's just like a... It's the redneck term. It's the... Yeah, it's like the foolish 
abbreviation of the English language. I just hate it. Yeah, anyways, so... <laughs> like I said, redneck. <laughs> there, Rod Rodney hates y'all. Y'all fucks. Um, Alright, so let's move on here to the next topic we have. So, Pokemon Masters, which we talked about briefly before, uh, has a bit more information and a trailer, which I released on our page there. Uh, on our Facebook page and on our website, videogamesnow.ca. Oh, speaking of that trailer, did you guys know that it was solo animated? No. One guy did all the work. Fuck. Okay, you know what? I kind of want to sue whoever is making this game because I fucking came up with this idea like 10 years ago. <laughs> I fucking did. I'm so choked. I even have files on my computer that have me... Because I was going to solo animate something in this variety. So I have the files on my computer from dating back to whenever the fuck. It was probably like 2000, 2011. Yeah. So give me my money. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. My idea... Can you imagine though, Solo, like that trailer for the animation was amazing. Yeah, it was really, really good. Um, and the voice acting was not that bad either. No. And I'm uh, going to bring up the guy's name so I can give him a bit of a shout-out, but uh, it's one of the senior animators who does the series. Oh, oh, really? Oh, I thought it was just some, like, Joe Schmo animator. Oh, no, they kept... got the best of the best. I thought... You know what? I kind of thought that. As soon as I saw it, it looks like um, X and Y, uh, the X and Y enemy. Uh, here it is. Uh, Pokemon Masters Smartphone Games trailer was solo key animated by, and if it would open his name, I could actually read it. And let's hope because it's Japanese, I don't horribly screw it up. Oh, dude, you're going to fuck it up. You're going to fuck it up so good. Oh, God. All right. So uh, it was uh, key animated, drawn by one person. Masa. Ma holy crap. How does this even work? Put so it's Masaki, but there's M-A-S-A-A-K-I. Uh, put it in Skype so I can attempt it. Um, Masa. Masa. <laughs> but anyway, so Pokemon Masters is about the trainers more than the Pokemon, so you can't capture Pokemon in the game. Uh, but you are you choose your dream team of three people. Okay, here we go. What is this? Holy shit, I can't even read that right now. I'm fucking... It's, Mad... His last name's Iwane, or Iwine, so that's Iwane. easy, But and then his first name is Misaki, but after the S, there's two A's, so I'm just trying to figure out, do I keep oh, the A going, in, like Masaha? Yeah, in, Masa ja in Japanese, when there's two letters together like that, um, it just draws out the, that letter, so Masaki. 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 Masa 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 like you add, sorry, you add like a little bit Masa of a pause. Yeah, you add a little bit of a pause, so Masaki. Iwane. There, that guy. Yeah. Holy shit. Why did I just give you a Japanese lesson? Like, I can fucking say any of the names any better. I don't know. Jesus. But uh, he's been a key animator on the Pokemon TV anime since the beginning of the series in 1997. What? How old is this dude? I don't know. He, nowadays, he is credited as the solo key animator on every sixth episode or so. Solo key animator. So he just animates the whole fucking thing himself? Pretty much. Jesus. That's a lot of work. So That's, yeah. his most recent credited solo key animated episode was 126 of Sun and Moon. Nice. Well, that's interesting that he would change the art style. I don't know what led them to change the art style in the Pokemon anime. That's so interesting. I, I think that... I don't know. Especially, like, who picks Ash's fucking design? <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not the best. Um, anyways, back to uh, Pokemon Master. So you pick a trio of trainers So from past Pokemon games. So we're talking Red, uh, Blue, Cynthia, Steven. Um, and then there's gym leaders like Brock, Misty, Erica. Like, yeah, there's fucking everybody. So you can choose three of any of those three by the sounds of it and then make a dream team, and they all come with uh, their own Pokemon. So you have a set, um, a set team, but you're trying to make a dream team of Pokemon Masters. Yeah, so um, in the trailer, they were very careful on who talked and who didn't, if you notice that. I did. Yeah. Because they were trying to keep the voice acting, I think. Well, if Red talks, everyone's going to fucking shit themselves. 
But they gave Red a voice in, um... Yeah, but that was fine. I think that was fine, but this Red... Like, the original Red never talked in the games. Like, that was a... That was an anime, right? So, uh, this is in the games. So I don't think that Red should ever talk in the games. Yeah, I guess. I gotcha. But, uh... Yeah, because when I was developing my Pokemon Masters League thing, which I'm still fucking a little salty about, holy shit, um, I wasn't ever going to plan on having Red talk. But I was going to have all the other pro uh, protagonists talk because they uh, s they didn't have a voice necessarily in the games, but like I think they're a little bit more um, talkative than Red. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Like Brendan from, uh, from Hoenn. Would just be some cocky motherfucker. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think that's that's how I see him anyway. All right, so anyways, back to the game. Uh, so Pokemon Masters will release this summer between July and September for Android and iOS devices, and sees players teaming up with iconic Pokemon trainers from the series to partake in real-time battles on mobile. Um, so yeah, there's that shit. It's yeah, I put a trailer on our website at videogamesnow.ca. It's fucking awesome. Like it looks so good. I wish the anime for the next uh, so, uh, Sword and Shield looks that good. Yeah, uh, I hope they go back to their old ways of drawing shit. I found with uh, Sun and Moon, they just went really kiddish. Not even just on um, Ash's design, but definitely on everything. Yeah, is it worth watching though? It's still a great series, yeah. If you want to keep watching, like uh, check it out. Ash is, you know... Stepping into his own again, where he's getting stronger Pokemon. Okay. He's got one of the uh, what are they called? Um, the alien monsters. Oh, uh, um, Ultra Beasts. Yeah, he's got a an Ultra Beast, the dragon one. Fuck, that's badass. So. Spoiler alert, but fuck, that's badass. Yeah. Um, I think I stopped watching after X and Y because X and Y was like the pinnacle of the fucking series. Yeah, but, you know, back, like, it's the same thing with the games. Like, I'll uh, go back and play some of the original games, and I, I still go back and I'll watch even some of the older anime. Yeah. I don't maybe watch it all, but there's, say, there's, like, a, a part that I want to watch or a fight or, you know, just the beginning of um, the Hoenn. You know, I'll watch, like, the first eight episodes. Yeah, here, here's the thing about Hoenn in the anime is I get to, like, Broly and I'm done. Like I'm just like I can't I kinda can't watch any more of it. But anyways, this isn't an anime podcast. We're talking about video games, Will. Uh, it's still half and half. Yeah, it's uh I'm fucking stoked. Anyways, so uh oh I lost my, my place here. Sorry. Pokemon Masters. Pokemon Masters. Uh, so, yeah, it's truly the year of Pokemon. So, hot on the trail of Pokemon Sleep and Pokemon Sword and Shield, it's revealed Pokemon Masters, which I said before. Um, so, you won't actually be catching Pokemon Pokemon Masters. Instead, you'll be assigned your own chosen Masters particular Pokemon. So, when it comes to battle, you team up with squads of up to three players to take on rival squads. So, it's a pretty big departure for what we've seen from the Pokemon Company previously, with a focus on being uh, primarily on the trainers rather than the Pokemon themselves. Pokemon Masters will see us venturing to a new region called Pasio, an artificial island, in an attempt to become the champion of the Pokemon Masters League. They stole my fucking idea. I'm fucking <laughs> choked. Like, literally, this is exactly my fucking idea from 2011. So they can suck it. <laughs> Alright, anyways. Uh, moving on, before I fucking punch through my computer screen. Um, let's talk Sword about... Sword Shield. Sword and Shield. Um, okay, so, big blow to Pokemon Sword and Shield coming up here. And sounds like not all the Pokemon are going to be in the game, Will. Yeah, I kind of... Well, so far we've only seen, what, like 12? Yeah, they don't want to tease too many. It's a new region, right? So... Yeah, apparently the one of the next issues of the Koro Koro magazine for Japan is supposed to have more details on Sun and Moon, so maybe that'll be in the July issue. That's usually where they reveal all 150 or how many they want. Right. So it's usually in the, the Japanese magazine Koro Koro. So the question is now, are all these this gen's Pokemon going to be brand new? If they've gotten rid of 
the national decks? Um, I don't think that they're all going to be brand new because in the trailer they showed off Gyarados and Raichu and uh, and Rhyhorn and stuff like that. So I don't think all of them are, are going to be brand new. But this is a huge blow. that We haven't had a national deck since Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, which was fucking awesome. Um, there were so many mechanics in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire that were amazing. Yeah, I agree. So... Yeah, they need to bring back a national dex to some variety. Like, every generation should have a national dex. Whether that's... Because they've done it before, where they had Pokemon X and Y, and then they released Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, and between the two games in the same generation, you were able to get complete your national dex. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, it's a grind, don't get me wrong, but, you know, they need to... If, if people want to play your game, let them play your fucking game. Yeah, don't like, don't stop people from playing it just by just by not having a national dex. Like that's fucking dumb. Like Pokemon Sun and Moon did that. They only had like two hundred some Pokemon in the in the Pokedex. Ooh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I jumped up from the mic. I don't know if I made any noise. No, uh, no. <laughs> right across the on my computer desk, a fucking spider just came charging at me. Charging at you. Oh yeah, I muted my mic, so I hit the keyboard. So I didn't know if you guys heard or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did not hear you jump like a little girl from spiders. Hey, man! Like this thing was like the body was the size of a toonie. <laughs> oh fuck! The one that Brittany killed the other day was like the size of two toonies. Oh god! No, I'm talking just the body. The legs on this thing was like the size of my fist. Oh yeah. Um, it, yeah. it died a horrible death right now, though, <laughs> and I'm still staring at its corpse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I was sleeping one morning and I heard a loud bang. And then I, when I got up to go to work, I looked on the wall and there was this ginormous spider corpse, like just compressed into the fucking wall paint. I'm like, hmm, Brittany must have fucking slapped that shit with my sandals. So, um, <laughs> anyways, so, uh, yeah, so going back to Pokemon Sword and Shield, it's, yeah, it's a big hit to the series, I think, for them to not include all the, uh, all the Pokemon in the national decks. It is, but I'm not going to judge them on it till we hear more about the game. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so, Pokemon Sword and Shield's coming out in November, I believe. November something-something. Yeah. 20, 20, tw I think 20, 20th or 21st. That's generally, like, the time they release Pokemon games. But uh, don't quote me on that, because I don't have a fucking date in front of me. Goddamn GameSpot fucking dropping the ball. Oh, November 15th. Hey, that's when they released uh, Let's Go last year. Yep. Cool. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, despite the fact that Pokemon... Oh, yeah, so the other thing is they have Pokemon Home service. Um, so I guess that you can import all your Pokemon into that game. So I guess if they release any sort of games that coincide with Sword and Shield, like, like I was just saying in this in, in the past generation, we had X and Y and then Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. Different games, but in the same generation. So uh, you can use Pokemon Home to transfer Pokemon in there, and then I guess you can transfer them out into other games. So, similar to Pokemon Bank, I guess, if you guys remember that. But, I do. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then here's the other thing, too, is it uh, allows players to import their older monsters into into the titles with some restrictions. So, you can, your X and Y Pokemon and your and your Sun and Moon Pokemon, I'm sure, can get imported into Pokemon Home by the sounds of it. Um... As we learned during E3 2019, players won't be able to transfer every old Pokemon over, and feature games similarly may not support every monster. Controversial decision that has resulted in backlash from many fans. Now, series producer Junichi Musada has responded to the controversy. Uh, in a message shared in the official Pokemon website, Masuda, uh, Masuda thanks fans for their love of the series and reiterates the decision to exclude Pokemon from the titles wasn't made lightly. Just like all of you, we are passionate about Pokemon, and each and every one of them is very important to us. After so many years of developing Pokemon video games, this was a very difficult decision for me, Masuda said. So good. He feels bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So that's pretty much all, all this article has to say is just uh, Matt, Masuda apologizing for not having the national decks because everyone's fucking choked. So, yeah, yeah, but he's just apologizing. He's not really saying what they're going to do to make up for it. Well, hey, at least he addressed the issue. True. Unlike fucking some publishers. 
They're like, everyone's yeah. like, hey, this is bullshit. And then they're like, and? Like, just completely ignore everybody. So. All right. Uh, let's talk about the, our last topic here, which is uh, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo are teaming up for once and coming out against Donald Trump's tariffs on gaming consoles. So, for those who are not paying attention to the news, um, or just general gaming industry, whatever, but um, basically, these three um, giga corporations get all of their parts and, and shit from China, and Donald Trump wants to implement some sort of tariff on China, on, on the... Uh, on all the, imported goods yeah. from China. So that's ginormous because it already costs six hundred dollars to get a fucking PlayStation, yeah, so, or an Xbox. So basically, the Trump administration has proposed a three hundred billion in tariffs or taxes on foreign goods, as most people would call it. Um, so that would include a twenty-five percent tariff on video game consoles. So. Uh, so how would I do that? You're better at math, so I want to find out if I was to buy an Xbox One right now, or say you're not a one, yeah, a one, uh, or so, four ninety nine. So, so if it's if there's a twenty five percent tariff on video game consoles, that means they'll bump the price up by twenty five percent. So if you're buying a six hundred dollar console, like then it's going to be seven hundred fifty bucks. Pretty much, they're going to add like another hundred thirty dollars to it. Yeah, no, it's actually twenty five percent of of six hundred is one hundred fifty. Oh, okay, sorry. I did four ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. See, you told me I'm yeah. better at maths than you. Yeah. Yeah. I can calculate GST like that. But like, that's a lot of money that is really, really not going anywhere than his pocket. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, for those purchases that go uh, forward despite tariffs, consumers would pay eight hundred and forty million more than otherwise would have. That's fucked. Fuck, that's dumb. All right, but Nintendo's way around that would be to import all the all the Chinese stuff to Japan, build the consoles in Japan, and then just ship it to North America. I think uh, Trump's thing though is like if there's any parts made in Japan or in China, you mean? Or China, yeah. Well, fuck, that's dumb. Yeah. But are they going to inspect every single little fucking circuit board that comes over the border? I don't know. But uh, the article here goes on and it says, In a joint letter dated June 17th, the companies say that 96% of video game consoles imported by the U.S. are manufactured in China. And that due to the custom hardware inside of them, they can't easily be made elsewhere. The video game console supply chain has developed in China over many years of investment by our companies and our partners, the companies have said. It would cause significant supply chain disruption to shift sources entirely to the United States or a third country, and it would increase co uh, costs or even beyond the cost of the proposed tariffs on products that are already manufactured under a tight margin condition. And they go on, each video game console compromises dozens of, dozens of complex component sourced from multiple countries. A change in even a single supplier must be vetted carefully to mi mitigate risks of product quality, unreliability, and consumer safety issues. Tariffs would significantly disrupt our company's business and add significant costs that would depress sales of video game consoles and the games uh, and services that drive the profitability of this market segment. So yeah, this is fucking, this is a big deal. Like, yeah. the video game industry is like a billion dollar industry. Like, oh, it is. Multi-billion. It makes sense. You can't just uh, move all your manufacturing to another company or country. Yeah, I mean, we don't talk about Trump often on this podcast, but he's fucking dumb. He's really dumb. Well, we knew like these trade, uh, these stupid tariffs, like he's even got them on a whole bunch of other shit now coming out of China. And I don't know about you, but a lot of the shit that you buy, if you look on the bottom of it, it says made in China. Like everything, everything, everything's made in fucking China. So this is basically Trump's own fucking war on China that is now going to affect everyone. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's really the fucking co- dumb. The companies don't speculate what the 25% tariff would do to the prices that consumers will pay at the cash register, but they do argue that the effects of the increased costs would be felt throughout the industry, including by companies both big and small who make games. Yeah, because of the deep interdependence of video game consoles and game software, and due to the price sensitivity of video game console purchasers, tariffs on video game consoles would not only harm our companies, consumers, and retailers, but would also disproportionate, er, disproportionately harm the thousands of small, medium-sized software and accessory developers in the United States. Companies say that thus these tariffs would have a ripple effect to harm that extends throughout the video game ecosystem. Yeah, it's like, uh, gets me so mad, man. Yeah, this is uh, stupid because it's not even going to be consoles. Like, at least we're. I is this also going to affect games? Because I know a lot of the manufacturing, uh, like the discs and stuff like that, still are happening in China. Yeah. Well, the, everyone's going. It's going to a subs- subscription-based service, so I'm hoping that that doesn't affect it too much. No, but, like, still, we're already paying, like, $79 for a game. You add 25% to that, and I'm not going to be too happy. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It's, oh, my God. This is, like, so dumb. So dumb. Um, whatever. If Hopefully he doesn't get voted in 2020. No, it says here, it's not completely clear if and when the new round of tariffs will go into effect. Trade talks between the U.S. and China are currently ongoing. And yesterday, the Bloomberg uh, reported that the new tariffs could be suspended from going into effect if progress is made at the Group of 20 summit taking place in Osaka, Japan this weekend. So maybe this weekend we'll hear a bit more about it. I don't know. All right. Well, fingers crossed that that doesn't happen because we'll keep you updated. Yeah. (laughs) So, all right, so... No, no one wants to pay, like, another 25% on their goods. Nobody. <laughs> Fucking nobody. All right, thanks a lot for listening to our podcast, guys. Let us know your thoughts uh, on our Facebook page and check out our website at videogamesnow.ca. And please remember to leave a review on whatever you're listening to our podcast on. It uh, helps us out. And uh, share it with all your friends. We need... Uh, we would like some more listeners to Give us those in. likes. Give us those likes. Uh, more Facebook people... To comment on shit and watch Eric play racing games. Fuck. Thomas Savage. Okay, so um, Eric was playing racing. Like, first time Eric has, like, played a game in, like, three months because Eric was in an accident. Um, so he kind of stepped... solo racer acts. Yeah. So he stepped away from, from VGN for a little bit to heal. And, uh, yeah, he starts playing racing games and then Thomas, our, our friend, just starts fucking chirping him so hard. And it was it was quite funny. Sorry, Eric, but it was quite funny. It's like the first time he's back in three months, and um, he's like, "Why don't you turn off all the fucking easy uh, noob shit, like yeah. progressive, uh, w- whatever it is?" And then uh, I get off of automatic. Yeah, get, get rid of ABS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then uh, I said that in the chat, like, "Oh, he comes back after three months, and he's getting chirped by Thomas." He goes, "Well, fucking yeah, if you have training wheels on." <laughs> For oh. anyone that, as you guys don't know, Thomas, he's huge on Forza. Yeah, he's he, got the fucking six hundred dollar racing wheel. He even tra- uh, plays with his son. Like his son, instead of playing like a kitty game, Thomas is growing him up to play Forza. He, he's he's uh, training him to just win Forza. He's going to be an esports e- Forza player. Oh, he definitely will. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, all right, anyways, thanks a lot, guys, and uh, we will see you all on the next one. Bye-bye. Catch you guys later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.